It's alive, Henry. I can feel a pulse. Oh my God. The man is alive! Pulse is weakening. I can barely feel it. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to TV Movie Night here in the beautiful month of August. Or as I like to call it, August. Worth the wait. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was coming up, you know, I was going to go with like Saugust. Uh, August. August. Uh, uh, dis dis August disgusting disgusting Disgust. yes awful August uh, yeah that's fine discogus 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 discography discography you're a big fan of Huey Lewis and the news is full discography August free Mark how are you Andrew I'm great Andrew I have something exciting to announce to you and our listeners hmm. Andrew, I had a brush with greatness this week. Wow, who, 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 or what did you did you see Herbie Herbie the Love Bug uh, driving down the street? Yeah, no, but you're very close. Ooh. You're actually almost on the nose. Wow, Andrew, I was at my Gen Pack, my general practitioner. Yeah, you were at the doctor's. I was at the doctor's office. I go to a union doctor. Yeah, you say give me one of everything. I say shoot me up. Yeah. I want to want to be high as a Georgia pine. That's right. Put it on uh, put it on the union's tab. Yeah. Tax tax my fellow man. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Socialism. That's right. You've been Nanny saying, state. You've been saying this for years, and, and then you just start just saying these. I say all of this, and then they just keep shooting me up with uppers There's, and downers right. until I leave. Keep him, get him, come out of here, get him out of here. So there's an older guy sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. Sitting in the waiting room. Yeah, talking, Old, older guy, 42, 43, yeah. Yeah, talking to a younger woman, hmm. 40 probably. <laughs> and uh, you can tell that they don't know each other. Guy's got his phone out, going through IMDb. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I worked on, uh, worked with uh, Bob De Niro on The Fan. You ever see The Fan? He had to go through his IMDb to list off his credits? Well, he's got so many. He was on Matchstick Men. He was like, I met Mel Gibson. Good guy. I mm-hmm. liked him. He was mm-hmm. a nice guy. He says his name is Reggie. Mm. Then the person comes out of the waiting room and is like, uh, Mr. Newkirk? Mm. So, detective that I am, yeah. figure out his name. Newkirk Reggie. Newkirk Reg. Yeah. <laughs> so I look him up on IMDb. Andrew, care to, care to guess hmm. this man's profession? And I mean, based on the way he's talking, I would say like a director or maybe an actor. He's, sure. prob- I, he's probably an actor. Like he's a bit part actor. Close. Hmm. Again, remember, I've, you know two details so far. Matchstick men. He knew Mel Gibson and he was in the fan. And you were close with your earlier guess about Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie the Love Bug. He uh, he he knows. Um, he worked on Herbie Goes Bananas. 
Andrew, you're so close. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you the point. He was the second assistant camera Ooh. on Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. <laughs> wow. Had I known that, I would have run into the room. Just screaming. Screaming. My, Mr. Reg. Mr. Reggie. Care to answer some questions? Do you think he set up the camera POV inside the kill dozer that was uh, that ran over? Uh... I would assume that it was his job to check the gate mm-hmm. at the end of the take where uh, Charles Durning is looking at a bunch of pornography. <laughs> I would assume that that was the beginning and end of his job. Said, uh, yeah, it looks good. Um, no boom. But uh, let's get it one more time. <laughs> Faster and funnier. Faster, more intense. <laughs> really, yeah. Really paw through those pages of pornography. I'm going to need you, you to them. just run belly first into this <laughs> pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> How exciting. Very exciting. I, I have seen. I need you, so now going forward, I need you to ask everybody that is in the waiting room with you. If they worked on any of the movies that we talk about on television movie night from going forward. I intend to. Show up with a list and be like, all right, stand up and say, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, did anyone work on Generation X? X. Show of hands, how many of you were on Tad? Three hands go up. Chris Christopherson? (laughs) Yeah, we had about eight days and then I did it and then I don't remember much else. Oh look, he's reenacting uh, that great scene. Uh, oh, where I use—he's got a—he's got a knife and an apple. Yeah, and again, he's, he's reenacting like, that scene. <laughs> oh no, he just has a knife. No, he has a knife. He's, oh god, he's hitting that stovepipe with hitting that. it. I love that scene. I improv this during that crucial scene where I eat an apple and hit a stovepipe with an umbrella. Yeah, he's a star. Andrew, I intend to just swing by uh, the doctor's office as regularly as possible with a uh, robe mm-hmm. and a, well, not a robe, but, you know, a white gown of some kind. Sure. And a, and a clipboard and be like, uh, sorry, insurance provider, just check off which of these movies you worked on real quick. <laughs> you get uh, you get you get the good stuff. If, oh, yeah. Uh, you worked on any if of these. You worked on this. Well, Mark, I, I'm I'm sorry to say I don't have a, a similar experience this week. Well, you're not living the fabulous Hollywood lifestyle That's right, that not... I am. Just rubbing, you're rubbing elbows. Yeah, it's at the I know. Parties. I don't. I don't. I don't have that union backing. Yeah. They just throw. They throw me the wolves. They say, uh, like, uh, they throw me a, a band aid and they say, "Here you go. Fix your mono." Yeah. Take two of these and don't call me in the morning, Mark. It's August, and we're talking about television movies. Because I need to add, we need to add more to the list, so that means so that we can get when you run into people more and you can get them on the goddamn Mr. show. Reggie. Yes, you get them. We, on almost, the, we could have had a special guest, we Reggie Newcomb, and then we could have talked about Matchstick Men, Dark Knight of the Dark Scarecrow. Knight of the Scarecrow again. Could have, I we would have just asked about TV movies because I'm sure he. It seemed like he was leading with the fan because mm-hmm. he was like. Robert Bob, De Niro, yeah. Bob De Niro. Bobby De Niro. Bob is what he said. And he would have been like, I could tell you about Bob De Niro. I was like, mm, no, 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 no. That's not what this show I is. I need to know about the country lawyer from My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> you got to tell me all about when he fell into that thresher. Yeah. Now, was he really drunk? <laughs> 
Then we'll show him clips of other TV movies. Yeah. We'll show him the clip from Generation X, and we'll say, did they fart? <laughs> First or did off, they shit we themselves? need to know. He said, well, I didn't work on this one. We're like, I, I, answer don't the question. I, don't, I don't care. I need, an, I need a yes or a no, sir. An affirmative or a denial. Uh, Mark, you're like leaning. You're like, don't look at him. Don't look. Don't look at him for an answer. What do you think happened? You look at the scene. You've seen it. Answer the question. Can I get a glass of water? You get a goddamn glass of water when you answer the goddamn question. Um, I'm still waiting on the record report from the dialysis. Is that is that going to happen here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll we'll make sure you get all the reports. Oh, it'll need. happen. <laughs> look, man, you're gonna be seeing your blood in a minute. All right. <laughs> Once we add to the list, then we can start getting more guests. Because at a certain at a certain point, I'm assuming we're going to watch every television movie there ever was. That is my that is our express stated purpose, is sure. it not? It'll take probably I don't know three years, three more years of this horse shit. I think and then by we the can t- move on to something else. I think by the time we get to, get to New Year's, we'll have kind we'll of wrapped we'll all this banged up. all of these out. Considering how hard it is getting to find more and more TV movies to watch, I have to assume we're reaching the end. The barrel, I can feel the bottom of the barrel as I paw through these TV movies. This time around, speaking of bottom of the barrel, we're discussing... (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) This fucking guy. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. We are discussing classic tales converted into television movies yes yeah you know all that horse shit that you read in high school well now imagine that poorly done and quickly done on tv something that you never thought existed or had any intention of ever watching uh andrew not only did you not read it in high school you certainly didn't watch it didn't watch this either yeah uh, Andrew, we are getting closer and closer to my other stated goal, which is just watching Wishbones. <laughs> it's gonna happen, folks. <laughs> These count. These he wa- count. He wants to see a dog be accused of murder. I want, uh, yes, I want to do the Iliad because that one involves a lot of sexy dames falling in love with Wishbone. Yes. And wanting that bone. He wants that. Yeah, th- that dog is, uh, it's gonna bury that bone. Oh, you know it. That uh, then the best part of that one is when uh, he goes back. At, well, they do the Odyssey. Yes, he murders all those people. Yes, uh, and then the best part is is because he shows up and he's like, "Ah, I get to prove that I'm Odysseus." Right by by shooting shoot, the arrow, shooting through, an arrow through all these people through, <laughs> through forty axe heads. But the best part is they show the the bow and the dog and then two big two, old yeah. fake paws, bah, 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 right? Yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's, it's, it's keyboard cat and <laughs> just yes. shoots this arrow. Yeah, there. It's weird because there's there's a lot of books with a lot of adult themes that somehow yes. the dog. Becomes, Most of them are. Yeah. I, even ones like, like they do a Wuthering Heights, which is nothing but romance, mm-hmm. and it's a human woman being like, oh. A wishbound. <laughs> the moors. The moors yes. are so romantic. Be still my heaving bosom. Yeah. He did Faust at one point. He's like, yeah, yeah Satan's here, folks. Yeah, made a deal with the devil. I don't think he was Satan either. He should have no. been. No, he should have been Satan. No, he's Dr. Faustus. Mm. It's the only thing that makes sense. It would have been better if he'd shown up as Satan, because he's trying. He's also trying to teach like some sort of a lesson. Yeah, because that's. I think the that other... that one was about returning your library books on time, right? Because that's the other thing is with Wishbone, like people only remember the book part of it, but he he has to like mirror 
this uh, this morality tale that's taking place in his owner's life against yes. a book that he once read. Yes, it usually starts with something along the lines of, this reminds me of the great tale. Yeah, because the, the kid's like... Heart I would, of darkness. The kid, this kid's like, I would sell my soul. soul. <laughs> for more knowledge. No, that one's about a kid. That, that episode is about a kid who didn't study for his test. So he needs knowledge and he'll do anything. And then... He's like, oh, there was another man who had a thirst for knowledge who would do anything. Mm-hmm. Let's hear that tale. Yeah. But yeah, the one and where then the- that kid breaks into the school in the middle of the night and steals all the test answers, right? Isn't that how that breaks down? Yes. And then after that, uh, he goes Straight to jail. Straight to hell. He goes to jail for a very long time because he gets the death penalty. <laughs> well, also, Wishbone. That's why he's going straight to hell. Wishbone turns states. That's the crazy Oh, that's, yeah, that's the other thing. Like he, flipped. he flipped. <laughs> it's like, it reminds me of another story. Uh, complete exoneration for old Wishbone. <laughs> I'm <laughs> someone's going down for this kid, and it, it ain't me. It ain't old Wishbone. <laughs> yeah, I got a wish for you. I'll send you a book when you're in jail. <sighs> All right. Well, well, well so that wraps it, yeah. that wraps it up for us tonight. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks out, for watching. Thanks for listening to us talk well, about uh, sorry, crime wishbone. and crime and punishment. Yeah. The Wishbone episode. Yeah, I think. <laughs> that's right. It's a it's a seven parter. Yeah. Mark, this time around, for our first go, we watched a 1984 adaptation of Frankenstein. <laughs> Firebird, mm, no, but movie, good. Ooh, the modern Prometheus, right? Yes. We're going to talk about it at length in the segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Mark Frankenstein. Yeah. Colon, the modern Prometheus. Yes. By Mary Shelley. Maybe. <laughs> what was this big fucking cartoon eye roll he just did? <laughs> at work a few days Maybe. ago. Maybe. No, at, at work a few days ago. A woman writer? Exactly. Ooh, at work a few in days this ago. this economy? At work a few days ago, I mentioned to a coworker that... We had watched this movie, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, yes, Mary Shelley. And then I loudly said, everyone knows Piercy Shelley wrote that. And then one person in the room was like, no, Mary Shelley wrote it. And, and I was like, mm, doesn't seem right. Pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure her husband wrote it, because that's a like standard. That, that's a myth that's like perpetuated through time on level with Shakespeare didn't write all those things. Right. So obviously I'm saying that I know what we're all getting at. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, they were they were on vacation. <laughs> there were there were four of them and they all told spooky stories. Yeah. And I was like, likely story. Likely story. But I'm pretty sure this person thinks that you're a huge sexist. That I'm a crazy sexist. It's like Yeah, she's telling this story right now at a party. To HR. This yeah. is- She's like, this fucking guy couldn't believe that a woman could write one of the, the most uh, well-known horror stories of all time. And the HR guy leans back in his chair. He's like, yeah. I mean, oh, you're saying I mean, she was 18 when she wrote it's that? It's interesting. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of good material for somebody who, uh, I can tell you what I was doing at 18. It certainly wasn't writing Frankenstein. Yeah. And I was then listening he- to Frankenstein. Edgar Winters Group, my friend. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
She just gets up and walks out of the room. And he can she can hear him down the hallway. Then we just hear like a like a like a lighter. Huge drag on a cigarette. Thanks, Mark, you know. We, you know, so we, yes, your personal opinion. Mary Shelley, aside from Mary the point. Shelley, wrote it when she was eighteen. Well, this version of Frankenstein premiered on December twenty seventh, nineteen eighty four, on Yorkshire Television. Tis the season in the United for Kingdom. Scares. The version that we watched appears to have aired on a Pennsylvania ABC yes. affiliate. Yes, I think during their like creature feature uh, more than likely segment, they I. They got rid of the wraparounds if they, there were any. They got rid of... The, this was what really upset me. They got rid of the wraparounds, and they got rid of all the commercials. Yeah. So... Hastily, because scenes just we, kind we of were missing, end we were, jump into stuff. We were like, also oh. missing some scenes uh, on so the version that we found. There may be some gaps in our retelling of this. But honestly, this is so poorly done, it's kind of hard for me to say if anything is missing. We may have gotten the extended cut. Yeah, this might be know. the director's edition. Speaking of which, this was directed by James Ormerod. You know, classic British television director James Ormerod. You know, the director of such hits as South Riding, uh, Justice. Huh? Well, yes, of course. And Spearhead. I was about to say that. This was written by Victor Gialano. There's a lot of L's in this. Uh, oh, young Victor here has also written for The Days of Our Lives. Okay, that's a show. One Life to Live. Also a show. Guiding Light. Yes. General Hospital. Andrew, I'm noticing something. There may be a trend here. Also, for some reason, his IMDb trivia section points out that he, like... He set himself as financial core during the writer's strike so he so he could continue to scab on these, oh. <laughs> these talks, these uh, soap operas, which is such a weird thing because either well, I, somebody has an axe somebody, to grind. Somebody else put that somebody in Somebody has an axe to grind against Victor, yeah. or he was so desperate to come up with a piece of <laughs> trivia about himself that he's like, yeah, I, I, I kind of scabbed during the writer's strike in 08. <laughs> or maybe he... Yeah, yeah, put that, put that. No, maybe he... Has it? Maybe he updated that in 08 to be like, "Hey, IMDb, I'll walk that line. I don't give a shit." Just think about it. You know, if you need somebody, for, old Vic. you know, I can I can write some jokes for somebody. I, you know, it's a it's they get because if I remember correctly, the writers, the soap opera writers are not union because during the writer strike, it was a deal. It was a big deal about like wrestling. Yes, who are non-union, so there were still writers for wrestling. Soap operas still continued because they only shoot like two. I think they've got like a week or two advance of what they're currently on. Okay. Because there's that's still just something new every day. Yeah. Like the the grind on that stuff is incredible. And then stuff like um like the soup. Okay. Non union writers, so the soup still continued at that time. Yeah. But all the other scripted stuff uh went away. And so then you got this weird stuff in 08 where you, where CBS was repurposing episodes of Dexter to show on broadcast. Really? Yeah. It was weird. And then they were NBC took um 30 something but it was called 
20 still 30 something no it was like quarter quarter life that's what it was called it was a it was a web series that was created by the guys who did 30 something that they thought was going to be a big fucking deal okay so they converted the web series into 44 minute episodes for tv and it did really bad did it look awful kind of yeah the writer strike was a weird time. It's, it's actually, I would love to do an episode where we where we try and find like the bits and bobbles of of what they because that was a what that got was turned a, out. That was a spring season of Big Brother. We could watch, yeah, there, there Big was, Brother Winter Edition. <laughs> there was a lot of things that the network was were doing to fix the gap of programming that they yeah. had. But that's for another time. We're talking about Frankenstein. This stars Robert Powell. Who is in the Italian job? Of course, British actor Robert Powell, well known, not Michael Caine, not Michael Caine. David Warner, who was in Titanic, yes, he was in Tron, yes, he plays the main heavy in Tron. He was in In the Mouth of Madness, yes, and most importantly to us, most importantly, Star Trek Six. Star Trek Six on Discovery Country, he plays Chancellor Chancellor Gorkin, yes. He gets assassinated, which kicks off the, uh, the whole plot the of the whole movie. Fucking plot. We didn't fire those torpedoes. If the shoe fits, wear it. I'm pointing down. He's pointing down. Camera pans down. It's magnetic boots. Tilts down. Also starring pans Carrie right. Fisher. Magnetic boots, but his feet are too big. Yes. Carrie Fisher, and of their course. Blood, their blood's not green either. Andrew, of course. Carrie Fisher, star of The Burbs. That's right. And no other films. That's it. That's all we know. Um, I think she shows up in... uh, She in Drop Dead Gorgeous? Yes. And uh, she was also a... um... No, that's that's, uh, Candace Bergen. Oh. Then, yeah, probably nothing else. Yeah, that was it. It, It's nice. It's this. Yeah, 1984 Frankenstein. Mark, what aside from this this uh, sexist story you told about Mary Shelley, what else do you know about Frankenstein? Andrew, here's what I know about Frankenstein. Very important book. Kind of created a genre, created a spawned a film icon in Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. The movie was the 1933 film, I think it is, was directed by James Wales. Mm-hmm. And when Carlo? most people Carlo? Uh, it's all makeup and yes you're right now dracula that's a character do you need a minute (laughs) no roll the camera i'm ready now andrew uh when most people think when people think of frankenstein they mostly think of the karloff frankenstein correct that is the structure of a frankenstein story as far as people are concerned but what does it have to do with the book Guy named Frankenstein correct makes reanimates dead tissue to create life. Mm-hmm. Monster is ugly, doesn't like being alive or understand being alive. Mm-hmm. Goes on a killing spree. Correct. That is where the similarities begin and end for the most part. Uh, the book is in epistolary form, I think. It's a, yeah, it's a it's or it's letter. a journal. No, it's it's mostly the journal of well, Dracula's in letters. Dracula is in letters. Frankenstein is mostly a journal of written Victor. No, no, oh, of the sea captain who finds Victor on the ice and is like, wow, this guy that I picked up on the ice is telling me the craziest fucking story. I guess I'll write it down. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh look, he also left me his letters. 
So then we go, there's like a journal ah, inside of the story and all that shit. Now you say the Arctic. I don't remember that. There's like a big windmill and they burn it down. Exactly. The other thing that everybody remembers from the movie that is actually mistaken is Frankenstein smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. and saying, good. Yeah, smoke good. Yeah. Tastes good like cigarette should. <laughs> He's a big fan of Winston. Yeah, loves a Winston. <laughs> uh, that is actually from Bride of Frankenstein, the sequel. Hmm. The blind man is also, because doesn't he go to the blind man? The blind man is also in Bride of Frankenstein, the sequel. In the book, Frankenstein lives out in the forest, finds a homeless family, or a poor family. Uh, They have potatoes in their garden. It's too cold. They can't dig up the potatoes. Frankenstein digs up the potatoes because he's very strong, Mm -hmm. gives the people the potatoes. They say, whatever great spirit of the forest is out there must be looking out for us. Frankenstein befriends the family. They it take takes care a, of him. Takes that little girl and throws her right in the lake. No, that's from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to assume this is this goes page for page in the book. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's dive right in. Act one. We start off strong, folks. Oh, yeah. We got ourselves a public hanging. Yeah. This oh, is, man. This is how most movies should begin. Yeah. Big old public hanging. Which, uh, you know, brings out all the all the fun, you know, it's like a yard sale out there. You got uh, got jugglers, uh, guy doing stand-up. What would you do before the Ren Fair? Yeah. Before we had Ren Fairs to entertain ourselves, we, what did we do? We just go out to a hanging. We just hanged people. You know, it's like uh, two, you know, a guy and a girl at school, and they're like, hey, Jenny, nice to see you. Uh, I was wondering if you wanted to, uh, you know, if you wouldn't mind, go with me to the... Uh, Public execution, I don't know. You're asking me to go to the public execution with you? I mean, I guess. Okay, see you at six. See, and then that's romantic. And that's romantic. And that's romantic. But you know what always pissed me off? And they kiss, you know and what we see me the off? body just... I always hated the guy that was like, public hangings, what are you, a baby? And you'd be like, no, I'm just a guy that likes public hangings. Yeah, but you'd like... be like, public hangings are lame. I'm going to play jarts. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Jarts? What are jarts? <laughs> That's lawn darts. Are they called jarts? In some, in some what parts is the, of the country? What is the J? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think you just made that up. I think you wanted to say jorts. <laughs> I'm going to go wear jorts. I'm going to go wear jorts. <laughs> you know, like a high school kid should. Yeah. You go to your baby town frolics and, and then public you, execution. So then you go to the public execution and you feel dumb you feel, because yeah, of this thing like, that you used to love. It's like last year I stopped trick-or-treating. This yeah. year they're telling me I'm not supposed to go to public executions. I guess I have to just go wear jorts all day. <laughs> yes, it's a very difficult time. And the, da- and the dad's like, yeah, well, I mean, that's part of the process that's of growing fun, up. Yeah. But you should never lose that spirit. Never. Yeah. If you want to go to a public okay. hanging, go to a public hanging. It's heartwarming if you ask me. Beautiful. Guy gets uh, guy gets hanged. He gets hanged real good. Oh yeah, he's dead. Uh, horse uh, carriage heads off into the hills, and then we also uh, meet up and see that there's a castle in the distance. Ooh, spooky! In the castle, we meet up with Victor Frankenstein, who is played by Robert Powell. Yes, he says he's gonna do something. That he's wanted to do for a long time. <laughs> then we hear a zip noise. Yeah, he's gonna go he's jerk gonna... off. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, he's wearing a pair of shorts. Oh. I'm going to be like, cool now. He's like, I'm not a baby. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a, va- a man. I'm wearing shorts. I got jean shorts. 
Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll jerk off later. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Meanwhile, on the road to Castle Frankenstein, uh, somebody, we don't know who this is yet. Some blonde asshole. Is looking for directions, so he pulls over, and he's like, hey, you guys know how to get to Castle Frankenstein? And they're like, practice. <laughs> Take fountain. Uh, <laughs> they say, you see that only castle that's in this area? Yeah. Keep going towards that. And then they hand they like they reach their hand out for a little uh little, yeah. little scratch. You gotta look some gives them a fat, dirty look and just fucking takes off. Were they reaching for I thought they were reaching for a low five. <laughs> they were asking for a sawbuck. No, they wanted some cash. Oh. They're like, hey, how'd you help a friend out? I helped you out. And he I, said, Yeah, here's a tip. Yeah, he like get a job. What? <laughs> you motherfucker. Frankenstein then heads out and he checks up on some grave diggers or the gentleman that they, he, this yes. guy just stiffed. Uh, he finds that the grave diggers have found a body from the hanging. Yes. And he's like, Hey, dum dums. I can't use this. They broke his neck. And they said, uh, wow. the executioner, a little stupid. They didn't break the guy's neck. They hung him to death. They yeah. suffocated him. They choked him out. Yeah. He which, died this afternoon. You know, they don't I'll, get no fresher. You're not supposed because that's a lot of what a lot of people don't understand. The point of a hanging is not to cut off the airway. No, you want to break the neck. Yes, that's, that's what they teach you at executioner school. All right, you get to an executioner that doesn't know that. Don't hire him, folks. I it's I mean that's what happens when you go with non-union executioners. Non-union executioners, scabs. That's like, I, it's oh. like it's, that guy went uh, financial core. Yeah, <laughs> as an executioner <laughs> strike that year. The gravediggers wonder what uh, what this uh, freak here, this Frankenstein, does with these bodies. But then they're like, eh, it's a living. Yeah, so, he pays us. What do we care? So the most relatable characters in this movie that you and I feel like would directly relate to are these two grave robbers. Oh, I was going to say the dead guy. Oh, that's good, too. But maybe that's aspirational. Like, oh, yeah. Just, Wouldn't that be sweet? You just... You just Feel the air slip out of your just out of your lungs. No, just, it's the two of us being the just two. carting a, a a dead body, and they're like, "Yeah, they're gonna pay us like ten bucks or something." That sounds fine. What does he do with it? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. What's that? What's that got to do with me? <laughs> yeah, the transaction ends after I drop the body yeah. off. All right. He's putting on jorts, and I just I'm like, you just leave. I'm. This you, is on you, man. He's living his best life. Our next scene is with Carrie Fisher, who's playing Elizabeth. Yes. The lovely Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh. Andrew, did you notice by any chance uh, that Carrie Fisher is doing more of a British accent as Princess as, Leia yeah. than in this movie? Yeah, because they're like, um, it shoots in the United Kingdom. It's like a two-week job, and you, you just, I don't know, it's like Wuthering Heights or some shit. She's like... Oh, I've always wanted to do Wuthering Heights yeah. or some shit. She's like, they're like, it's a wishbone. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, cool. And then she showed up. She's like, I'm doing a Frankenstein. Oh, uh, God. Am I the monster? No. Oh, God. I'm not doing this. She uh, she meets up with Henry, yes. who's the gentleman that stiffed the uh, grave the robbers from earlier. cheap blonde. Liz wrote a letter to Henry to show up because she's worried about her fiance, Victor. Yes, Victor has put off their wedding. That's right. He's, he's got he's some more so, important stuff. He's he's really obsessed with like not looking like a baby. He's always <laughs> walking around being like, I'm a big man. I 
I'm I, wearing big man jorts. Henry, I hate to say it. It's T. Michael. Oh, God. I, 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 you told me in the letter we weren't going to talk about I this. I think that might be what it is. I, I, I've invited you here to come look for it. <laughs> she says that he's obsessed with something, and he wants she she wants Henry to find out what the fuck's going on with this guy, all right? Yeah. Ugh. Remember these days? Or, you know... Don't Where you, you you don't ask the direct question. You, you, you get you wanna, a buddy to show yeah, up. Yeah, like, you wouldn't ask your significant other what was going on. You'd just be like, hey, uh, guy I haven't seen in like six years. Get his drinking buddy to show up. Can and you, Can you get him to tie one on and tell you what the fuck his deal is now? Like, did he kill a guy? Is he, is he going even, to kill a guy? Is he going to debtor's prison? Like, what's the fucking deal? I don't mind either way. No, but just I need, just want to know. I just need to know before this wedding happens, because then I, I just have to temper expectations That's of all. my my family, all right? I'm like, don't ask questions about his job. He gets over and don't. Let's keep it light, folks. See if he brings it up. Victor's got a body, which he loads onto a table, and he also kind of stiffs the uh, the grave diggers as well. So, yeah, these, now I'm really relating to these guys. Yeah, I'm like they're busting their hump because here they're this rich asshole drag this body out of a fresh grave, and he's like, "Here's five bucks." And they're like, "We want a ten. He's like, "Well, who are you gonna complain to? The police? Fuck, <laughs> shit, get paid up front next time." He uh, he's very happy to see Henry though. Yes, my good friend Henry. Henry will help me out. That's uh, what he says to himself. Yeah, these guys start chewing up the scenery about what good buddies they are and how happy they are to see each other. They're like, remember when we were in doctor school and we were so we were we had such bright such, eyes. Yes, yeah, such thirst for knowledge, Henry. We said we'd change the world and understand the cosmos. Well, Henry, I am on the verge of doing so myself. Hmm. Uh, He's like, I don't... The only thing I remember in college is you doing a big old fat beer bong, like... Was it Thirsty Thursdays again? What do you think I'm talking about? (laughs) Exactly. And we see this big 20-foot hose come shooting out of the table. Victor is excited because he says that he has figured out the process of life reanimation. Yes, just like we always said. You know, when we were just gabbing, you know, there on the quad, we're playing hacky sack, throwing the old bee around. And I'm like, man, dead people, right? Wouldn't it be great if they were like not dead people? Whoa, you just blew my mind, man. And then they'd be have a big bong grip <laughs> listen to dark side of the moon <laughs> i have another question about that hr prop <laughs> all right i'll, I'll come back I'll, I'll see you soon. how long is this song it's a long song <laughs> it wasn't done from the time before oh. henry's not convinced though he says that only god can make life happen yeah and then Victor's so like, "So much for the tolerant left." Victor's like, "Look, asshole, I'm doing this. Are you gonna help or not?" Yeah, that's this is the best part because he starts showing him off. He's like, "Hey, look, I got a brain and I got a body, a cool brain, a cool look body, at all this electro stuff. I got a, like a wheel of some kind. And, I don't know what it's hooked up and it's to." Like it, the best part is, it's like, okay, so let's say you go your friend who's like really upset to the point where his fiance, who you don't know that well, is like. I'm really worried about this guy. He seems like he's gone off the deep end and is really obsessed with something, but he won't tell me what it is. You go into a back room. Yes. You find out that he has robbed a grave. Yes. He has multiple graves because he's got a brain and a different body. Yes. 
he's talking about like all the horse shit that you would just like talk about at three in the morning while you were stuffing a fat fucking Taco Bell burrito in your face. Yeah. And you're like, I'm I'm so fucking hungover right now. (laughs) And and he's like, this is it. I've this this, the stuff we've all talked about. We're going to we're going to be gods. And then you're just like, uh, uh, and then with just the generals, the gentlest of prodding that Victor Frankenstein does, he's like, you know, science. The guy's like, all right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so he scrubs in and helps him with the, whatever this horse shit is that he's going to do. Yeah, I had more, <laughs> the impression that I got was more like, look, I got a hot hand, man. You want to get in on this deal? <laughs> you you want to get on, on the ground floor? And he's like, well. How much do you need? Uh, yeah. You're like, you'll get 20% back on your investment. I was like, well, I, I don't know. Now it's 15. Take my money. Cause, yeah, do you need a cashier his, check or something? He takes his jacket off. He tucks up his sleeves. He's, he's like, like, let's cut this guy. He's <laughs> like, can't get any debtor. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, fuck it. Scrubs in. We get a shot of them removing uh, the dead person's skull using a scalpel. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, that that's not gonna do the trick. No, you need get get bone saw. Bone saw is ready to help, Victor. <laughs> no, they yeah, they just a little, and and then he's like, uh, sanitary first, safety, you know, uh, cleanliness first. Just yeah. puts the scalpel over a little flame. Oh yeah, I like that part because I was like, well, you don't want him to get an infection. He's dead. He's you know that you know he's bad enough. Imagine if you were dead, and then when you were brought back to life, you had to put a bunch of hydrogen peroxide on your on your head. You're like, ah, oh, it's it, bubbles, it bubbles, it bubbles, it bubbles. Meanwhile, in the middle of the night, Carrie Fisher wakes up and sneaks off to uh, try and listen into uh, through the door to uh, Victor's lab. But uh, is this when we talk to the kid that they don't establish is Victor's like? it's his son it's his brother what the kid's his brother yeah oh is it because he he says he says that much later but for the time being we're like so this is some brat like Like from a separate relationship yeah what is this kid's deal yes so there is a young child that is uh did he kill his first did he kill the mother of that child probably as the brain yeah, that's because, uh, well, you don't want to use that brain because, you know, nag, 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 nag. <laughs> Am I right? This guy gets it. If I wanted to make a monster, that would uh, always be spending. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Am I? Uh, yeah, no, there's a line for HR. Sounds like he's on the second verse. Should be done in about eight hours. It's great. That's a great song. They're albinos. Is that true? Edward Winters? Yeah. I had no idea. They're brothers. They're albino brothers. Cool. They, uh, meanwhile, down in the lab, start sciencing, and a bunch of sparks go off, and there's a faint heartbeat on the body, but then- Andrew, you're leaving out the best part. In the transfer that we watched, when the sparks start happening- it looks like the entire set has set on fire. They have, there they have is, set off the nuclear football. Yeah, the there whole is, thing is just... It's, the whole screen goes... There's like the slightest spark, and the whole screen just goes magnesium white <laughs> to where I'm like, well, I, I guess this movie's it over. It really was they're, the day after. They're all dead. Yes, uh, it's a video transfer. That The thing must have been shot on video. It was probably the, shot on video. Then the transfer broadcast. to whatever this is, then to be uploaded to YouTube. There's like... Seven degrees of, uh, of generation loss. here. Yeah, so they start setting off some sparks, which just cause your 
your screen just to go absolutely just brilliantly white. Uh, there's a faint heartbeat on the body, but then it goes away. Victor then throws a bunch more switches and a bunch more sparks go off, but then the heartbeat goes away. Damn it. Victor says, ah, I was so close. Yes. Damn. Live, damn you, live. But then he's like, ah, fuck it. Puts the cigarette out on a shoe. Yeah. Like, uh, what are we doing? Denny's? What's, what's going on? <laughs> Norms? He says, Henry, this was a weird idea you had. <laughs> this nah. was you! Someone will have to clean this up later. Yeah. Henry, I figure it's your responsibility. They go upstairs, but lightning strikes the building, and now there's more sparks lightning. and shit. But then, holy fuck, the body comes to life. Andrew, who knew that it takes 1.21 gigawatts of energy? What? What? Gigawatts? To create a human That's life. That's true. Meanwhile, uh, the uh, the guy, the the monster, the creature, mm-hmm. wakes up and is like, holy shit. Woo! That was, whoa, man, you do not want to go in there. <laughs> he's all freaked out because he's like, oh, I got this burning on my forehead. Yeah, my head hurts. God, this my is face terrible. is gross There's looking. Some re- weird stuff on me now. So uh, he pushes everyone off and he's like, Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, go, go. <laughs> Runs away, jumps off a bridge, swims it, hoofs it. He's gone. He's, He's gone. gone. So Victor and Henry look at each other and they go, well. I'm sure this will sort itself out. <laughs> no harm, no foul, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, you can keep a secret. Sure. I can keep a secret. I assume the uh, what, what have, have you, you here will uh, wrap up shortly. All right. Act two. Liz then goes and checks in with Victor in the morning. Victor says, ah, all my work was for nothing. But because his monster, his, uh, his creature ran away, he's like, I guess I'll turn to a loving relationship. <laughs> Instead of trying to reanimate the dead. So he gives Liz a big old hug and a smooch and says that he needs her. Meanwhile, the creature meets up with uh, some of the grave diggers. Yeah. He scares them. He's like, uh, uh, there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what's happening. I was dead. I was dead, and then I woke up, and then I couldn't see anything because it was too bright because of the, the, the video transfer. There's, like, bad makeup on me. I don't know why. <laughs> He's like, I'm wearing, like, a RoboCop mask or something. I don't know. Uh, you, you guys can help me out. They're like, yeah, we can help you. One of them breaks a bottle, slices his face. Doesn't like that. It's like, oh, 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 oh come on. Pour hydrogen peroxide on that. <laughs> So then he runs away. Later, the creature hears someone playing a flute. Yes. He enters a house and finds the uh, source of the uh, flute is a blind man. Yes. Who uh, decides uh, that uh, whoever's just entered his house is apparently not a threat and wants to help him. Or get something. help. Something. I don't know. He, uh, he's he like, ascertains all of this by repeatedly shouting, hello, who's there? What? What? <laughs> oh, oh, you must be hurt. You must be some poor, unfortunate creature. Oh, I will mend your wounds. I will teach you. Can you not speak? No, you can't. Oh, well, here's some food. No, don't eat like that. Eat like this. <laughs> here's a spoon. No, you hold it in your hand like this. Ah, yes, yes. You're learning quite nicely. Let's read the Bible together. And you're like, ah, Andrew, ah, ah. <laughs> Andrew, we, we, we joke and we jape, but, uh, this is what happened that, this is what happened that time that you saw that dog that wandered into the house, right? Yeah. You're like, what? Who are you? Well, you're not some bad creature. Eat with a spoon. Yeah. Yes. 
no, not like that, like this. And then your neighbor mm. came over and was like, hey, give me my dog back, man. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> no, I'm, it's your neighbor. <laughs> no, get out. I have nothing. I'm, I'm but a poor blind man. I'm just clutching the dog yeah. and like trying to shove it in a drawer. <laughs> uh, Andrew, the old hermit played by John Gilgood, of course. Mm, of course. Famous actor of the stage and screen. More like John Getgood, because <laughs> he's a scrub. <laughs> the monster can repeat a few words like friend food. and food and hungry, but, uh, you know, he's, he's basically a newborn babe at this yes. point. Tabula Rosa. Victor. Rosa. Uh, Rosetta Stone. Sure. Victor says he couldn't find the monster, but, uh, you know, these things tend to sort themselves out, so seasons pass. Decides to rekindle his flame with Elizabeth. Henry's sleeping on his couch. He's like, you you can leave now, right, man? He's like, no, man, you read the letter? I didn't find out what's wrong with you. Yeah, I can't leave yet. (laughs) I gotta know what's up. You know, I thought we were gonna, you know, reanimate another corpse. No, man, I'm over it. You say that now, and then I leave, and you're gonna get the itch. Let's get 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 another one. Let's put two brains in this one. Oh, I like that. That's good. However, Victor keeps thinking about this creature, you know, that ran away, that he created. Ah, uh, yes, the one that got away. Uh, I feel the same you know, way. It's like he's driving to work, and he's like, "Oh, I I wonder what happened to that that abomination that I I made." Oh well. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) victory's all backed up. Elizabeth's dad wants uh, Liz to get married already, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, come on. Henry wants to leave, but he's like, no, here's what's going to happen. You're going to give Liz away to old Victor. We're going to have a good old-fashioned family wedding. It's going to be a blast. All right. Come out to the coast. We're going to have a few laughs. We're going to need a ring bearer. Let's go animate that body. (laughs) No, no, we got a kid already. Oh. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Henry flirts with some school marm who's a nanny of the the young kid who's there. Something. I don't know who this lady is. I, yeah. Was her scene cut from the original release or <laughs> talked over by Sven Gulli? I don't probably, know. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably Sven Gulli. Victor and Elizabeth float on a lake and discuss times of yore. Ah, uh, yes. Then they bang on the boat. Hot. On the, on, on the beach, however... The creature sees all of this. Like, the, oh like, God! Oh, oh man! This is that what it looks like? Oh, uh, oh boy! Oh boy! Ooh, not friend. <laughs> the monster reads the Bible with the blind man, and that's basically how he learns how to speak. Yes, you know, you know how some people watch uh, American television in in foreign countries, and then that's how they learn how to speak English. Yes, this. American rock and roll, you know, fun, you know, Fonzie, Dick Clark, yes. This guy, however, learns that was my Canadian the, via the Bible. Jeez, Ooh. the monster then uh, look goes and leaves to get some uh, firewood, and then some robbers show up and decide to rough up the blind man. Yeah, they t- this guy's, you know. You know how rich people live in hovels in the woods? <laughs> right. This guy, With, this guy's obviously got a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. They're like, he eats mush. No, he's got something. <laughs> no, no, the guy's full of shit, man. He's, he's sitting on a gold mine. In the process of roughing the blind man up, however, these two robbers, the, the wet bandits, as I call them, it was sure. basically Home Alone yeah. being reenacted here, accidentally killed the blind man. 
the monster returns and I mean it's manslaughter. Yes, they hit him with a club. They hit him with a club, and, and then, he dies from it. Well, they they then they choke him out, but then they accidentally like choke him out. Okay, but they kill him. Yeah, the monster returns and is like, "Oh man, my friends, I'm never gonna know how the Bible ends now." Oh, geez. I'm assuming it's an uplifting ending. I hope so. And he he says, "You killed my friend. Why'd you kill my friend?" And they're like, "Uh, uh, as you, he's he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> Look now, he owed us money." You can see he's it's probably in the walls. Right. The creature decides to take things into his own hands and brutally murders the two robbers. Kills them. Kills them dead. Accidentally sets the building on fire. Yes. Then he carries the blind man out of the building, but then leaves the body. Kind of gets tired. Just is like, you stay here. I'll go on ahead. (laughs) Act three. Elizabeth's getting fitted for a bridal gown, and uh, the, the young Frankenstein... Whoever this the, kid the is. The youngest Frankenstein, uh, Victor's brother, wanders off with his dog outside. There, the dog finds the creature, and so does the kid. Yeah. The kid uh, tells the monster his name, and he says, yeah, I'm Billy Frankenstein. Robert, Some... I think it is. Yeah. Bobby. Yep, yeah, Bob. Bobby. Bobby. Oh. Bob. Bob, Bob Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I worked with him. <laughs> we were in a little film. Perhaps you've heard of it. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And uh, the monster's like, hey, I, I've heard of that name before. Yeah. I don't know where, but uh, so for some reason, that really sounds, sticks with the old yeah. noodle. Sounds familiar. Will you be my friend? The kid's like, yeah, eh. not really, but like, I guess. Sure. And the monster's like, great. That's what I needed great. to hear. I, I, That's... I've, had a, I've had a really bad day. So bring it in. A lot. Okay. Okay. Bring it in. All right. Bring it in. Just a real quick. Just a bro. Just, just the one the, arm. Yeah, just the one, the one yeah, arm. Just, and then okay. A little tight. A little tight. A little tight back here. A little tight to breathe. Uh. Yeah. In uh. In his uh, excitement over being awarded a new friend, he uh crushes this kid to death with yes. his big old bear hug. His nanny shows up, who's the woman that uh, Henry was flirting with earlier, and then she gets scared of the monster. She's like, ah. she's like, oh god. First of all, she sees the kid's corpse, and she's like, oh, God. Oh, God. I got to get out of here. Can't be. I, <laughs> I, I had one job. I'll say it. I have priors. I can't okay. be a part of yeah. this. Yeah. Then she sees the monster, and she says, oh, thank God. <laughs> you, saw, you saw. I wasn't here. I was nowhere I, near I had it. nothing to do with this. She runs off. We got to come up with a story, man. Quick. <laughs> Quick. All right. People are going to start asking <laughs> questions. We got to have answers. Uh, the dog. It was the dog. <laughs> Yeah, the, the dog, dog, dog doesn't have an alibi. What's, yeah, what's he gonna say? Wolf, wolf, a likely story. <laughs> no one's gonna believe that. Not if you and I are on the same page, <laughs> and we're on the same page, right? You're my friend, right? Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein's like, I don't, uh, don't want anything to do with this. Alibi, bad. No. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> she gets scared and runs away. But uh, as she runs away, she runs headlong. She runs straight off a cliff. cliff. Andrew. In one of the best shots of the film. (laughs) And then cut to a wide of, I'm assuming a dummy. Uh, Yes. Of just flipping head over, ass over tea kettle right over the side (laughs) of this cliff. I'm I wanted her to explode. She should have blown up halfway. She should have exploded when she hit the side of the canyon. She did not, however. She hits the bottom of the canyon and dies. Uh, the monster is like, holy oh, shit. One, this again? Two, three, four. I'm up to like six now? In like a day. God damn. You die and then you come back and then everyone's on your fucking case. 
You know, you take it's like when you take a sick day and then you go back to work yeah, and everyone's just everything's just gone. Where were you? Where were you? You were gone for eight hours. Yeah, I know. Okay, I gotta take care of some personal shit. God damn. The monster then stumbles back to Castle Frankenstein. I'm assuming there was a scene here that we did not get to see, but uh, where he asks other grave diggers how to get to Castle Frankenstein, yeah, and then and they, they hold out their hand, <laughs> and he just like just cuts it right off. No, he rightfully gets, so. Oh, yeah, he gives them a high five, high five. and he breaks their arm in yeah. half. He talks with Victor Frankenstein, asking who he is and what he is to him. He's like. Yeah, I'm Victor Frankenstein. He's like, oh, good. <laughs> I got some questions yeah. for you. <laughs> Just the man I wanted to see. Victor, you made me. He's like, I. He's like, for some reason, your name just runs through my mind all the time. Right. I don't know why. Victor's like, yeah, I made you. I made you a couple of months ago. You ran out, kind of followed you the way one would follow a cat that had wandered in that they weren't particularly fond of. And then you're just like, kind of moved on. This will turn up eventually. He, uh, Victor says he created the creature, but the creature confesses to killing the kid. He's like, look, man, there's a lot of shit going on. I got a lot of questions. Yeah. I think I, I'm, pr- I killed the kid. Now Definitely that's, that's that. on me. Accidental. He said he was my friend and then killed him. I killed him. That's okay. All right. Whoops on the old creature. Okay. But the girl, I, that's, I tried to stop her. Yes. She was very fast. Scared her. She burst into flames at the bottom of a can. <laughs> And then the dog, whatever well, that whatever that right. son of a bitch says, don't believe a word. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's suspicious. Henry runs in and is like, "Oh my god, the kid's dead." And that girl. And that and and I think the girl might be dead. I don't know. His screaming scares away the monster. Henry runs off and finds uh he finds the the woman, the girl, his love at the bottom of the canyon. He's like, "No, nah, I got no one to go to the wedding to." Ah. With uh looks like I'm going stag. The creature <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, a couple couple bridesmaids. <laughs> Looks like old Hank's on the patrol. The monster watches this and then also checks on the body, and he carries off. Uh, he's he's this guy carries a lot of corpses around. Okay, <laughs> never skip leg day. You know? Yes, it's all just, it's, it's just, all, you're just it's all nothing but squats. Henry runs in to Victor and screams that he just. About Justine, that's her name. Yes. He says, Justine's dead. And Elizabeth's like, oh, uh, that's a shame. Or the, uh, we, we have not received your, your preference. <laughs> um, Chicken fish. or fish. No veggie option. So yeah, you're taking steak, one. steak, all right? We're not made out of I'm, money. I'm, look, man. You seen Victor over here? The guy can't hold a fucking job <laughs> to save his life. He curses Victor and says, hey, shit's going bad. You might want to watch out. Runs off. Liz goes and talks to Victor, and he's, she says, "What? Uh, what was that all about? What was that all about?" Victor says he's responsible. I must tell you, I am responsible for the death of my brother. She goes, oh, like, "Oh no! His, oh, the kid. That's your brother. Oh, okay. I thought that was your son. Weird. Interesting. All uh, right. Um, I, I, I guess we have to answer a lot of questions before this wedding." Which, uh, it's in a couple days. You get fitted yet I'm, for your tux? I'm going to Friar Tux. You you keep saying that. I'm gonna go. Prom season is happening around the same time. If you go and they don't have the one you want, I'm gonna be pissed, okay? So what's new? 
Andrew, we have a long talk after this. Andrew, uh, also she goes from oh no to all right. Well, he says that he's responsible. Pretty quickly, he says he's responsible, but he's like, but I'm not. I'm not I don't want to get into I'm it right now. It. It's a lot. It's a long story, a big wind up. You're not going to want to hear it. That's part of a whole thing that <laughs> I don't even want to. It's. She's like, yeah, All right. okay, well. So I got Henry asking about the first thing now, Henry. So I got to ask your other school chum about this thing. Because I can't ask both yeah. to come and, How many people are going to be living here? <laughs> also, we're going to the Cracker Barrel with my mom at six. So uh, wear something nice. I love it. It's going to be great. Uh, the creature still has Justine and runs into Victor. He says he wants to make Victor. He wants Victor to make her alive again. He says, yes. I don't have any friends. They either fall off a of cliffs or they get burned to death or I crush them in my big meaty paws. If you so, can make something, I need you to make a friend for me that is resilient, that is fireproof, crush proof, and doesn't fall. Yeah, non falling. So, chop chop. Whatever you can do, um, go to that Cracker Barrel thing, pick me up something nice, but then after that, go ahead and just knock that out. And when I mind. say something nice, obviously I don't mean food. I mean, I mean a those... shirt that says Bank of Dad closed. <laughs> Or one of those peg games. Yeah, ooh. I, I can. I only I, every time I leave four. I don't know how to how do, do you it. Get them how all do out? you? I, how do you leave just one? I don't know. He uh, Victor says I. I'm out of that business, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm out. I've I've been out of re- the reanimation game for quite some time. Like, like a month and a half. You saw me banging that girl on the boat, right? Yeah, that means you're done. The creature then chokes out Victor and says, "Look, man, if I got to be alone, you got to. You got to be alone." The creature then stalks Carrie Fisher. Victor wakes up and chases, and it's a, it's a very, oh, man. So, oh, so oh, drama. Man. It's just, just a ooh, just ticking clock. Cut. Oh, man. It's like, um, you know, you know how uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock said, uh, what is it? A it's, bomb under a table. Yeah, exactly. You've got a, we got a, a monster chasing a Carrie Fisher. Right, you know, and then a Victor chasing a monster. Yeah. Woo, that's suspense. Woo, dog. Carrie Fisher finds the lab and goes down there and is like, he told me this was a this was a rec room. Now, she says, I've heard of a man cave, uh, but this is ridiculous. Am I right, folks? Waka waka. <clears throat> In the lab, the, the monster cre- shows up somehow. The creature shows up and uh, confronts Carrie Fisher and he says, well, he the creature shows up because we know that there is one door into this place. Yes. The creature shows up by walking through the fourth wall. Yeah, he was behind he's the camera. He's behind so. the camera, and he's like, I'm here now. Did I miss my cue? Oh, God. Okay, I'm here. Uh, also, you're a little shiny. I saw you on the return back there. <laughs> Can we get some powder? Get some powder in here. Shine bad. Powder good. He says, I'm going to get my revenge. I'm going to need you to scream because I want Victor to see me roughing you up or something, okay? That'll make me feel good to hear It'll you scream. It'll make me see, you see, because if you scream, then he shows up, and then he's like, okay, I'll do it. Don't kill her. Right. And then, you know, then John Doe's got the upper hand. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, she doesn't scream. Yeah. She's like, no. She's like, I'm not going to scream. And he's like, oh, fuck. She <laughs> called my bluff. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's in your contract. You said you'd scream. <laughs> Like, yeah, no. Not doing it today. Not do it. What are you going to do? 
going to need someone to scream. It's not going to be me. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to do the scene uh, then. All right. <laughs> not a good improver, but uh, okay. <laughs> Can I get an occupation? <laughs> but creature, I don't scream. You motherfucker. <laughs> so then he chokes her to death. Then Victor shows up. And he says, oh, and he says, you were supposed to be here five fucking minutes ago. He says, yeah, I know. I saw I was shiny, too, and I had to get some powder. Check the return. So Creature says, uh, you made me. Why did you make give me life but no soul? And he says, because I'm incompetent. <laughs> Haven't you figured this out yet? You ran away on the first night. You should have figured out. I didn't know what I was doing. Don't you think that if I was a, a responsible creator or a competent creator that I would have found you? Or even an interested creator? Like, you would have seen flyers up that's like, have you seen this corpse shambling around somewhere? No, I looked for like four and a half minutes and then I left. Then I got hungry. I ate a big sandwich. I fell asleep at the sandwich shop. Then I woke up, forgot where I was, wandered around for a little bit, went home, forgot that I had even reanimated you until the day after when I was like, who made a mess in the lab? And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that's right. That sandwich. I mean, that creature. <sighs> anyway, I'm not God. Um, and now we all have to die. So Victor decides the Seems best right. the best practice is a scorched earth policy. Yes. That's what I've always Kill said. Kill us all. He decides to turn on all the science switches and make that <laughs> phosphorus glow as bright as a star you've ever seen. Yes. So he flips the science switch and says, goodbye, everybody. Bye. We's we'll uh, <laughs> got uh, he's got Burt Reynolds tonight. We're all going to die now. Bye. So his lab catches on fire in some incredible special effects. Oh, my God. It's amazing. You can't even tell that it's Pepper's ghost. <laughs> and that's the end of 1984's Frankenstein. Mark, what did you think of Frankenstein? Andrew, you're right. This one sucked. Uh, uh, this was really bad. Yeah. Uh, it was boring. Boring. Uh, it was... It's bad when you're watching something and most of what you're doing is thinking, well, this was better in every other version I've ever seen. Every other version? Yes. I would say this was the worst Frankenstein adaptation I have ever seen. Even including... the Wishbone one? Oh, especially the Wishbone one. And including when Frankenstein ran into those crazy rapscallions. Abbott Uncle Stella. <laughs> um, yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't good. It, was ch- it seemed cheaply it seemed made. Cheap and it seemed hastily made. Condensed. It was completely condensed. It also seemed like somebody said, saw a young Fra- Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I know what a Frankenstein is. Yeah, you want to do a Frankenstein? Yeah, I'll do a Frankenstein. Because they don't hit on any of the themes. They don't hit on any of the messages. They don't hit on any of the story points. Mm-hmm. They just seem to say, look, we have a meadow. We have a castle set. Mm-hmm. We have a hovel set. Mm-hmm. Make it. Nope. Oh, okay. We shoot. Today. How does this stack up against um, Dan Curtis's Dracula? I would say Dan Curtis's Dracula was head and shoulders better than this. Mm. This also looked like a soap opera, but at least Dan Curtis's Dracula had scenes mm-hmm. that were coherent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a cast. This had, I think, six people in it. This 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 is a pretty good cast. I mean, yeah, but it has six people. <laughs> 
Well, how Dan many Curtis's how many characters does the book Frankenstein have? Thirty-five, probably. You need Victor Frankenstein. You need the creature. You need the blind man. You need the I don't ship like, captain. All the, well, his friend. If you're actually following Elizabeth. the book, that's one thing. Like, I don't necessarily. I don't give a shit about the rest of Frankenstein's family. Like, there are all these ancillary characters that were in there that you're just like. Why is why is Frankenstein's dad here? What are you talking? Oh, his uh, Victor Frankenstein's yes. family. Well, they have a fortune and stuff, and they send him off to school, and he needs to show that he's become something, that he has become master of the world, mm-hmm. and will create new life. Yeah, and but then they they also instilled in him. They're like, look, a lot of uh, parasites are going to want to get you to tip them. Well, yeah, that yeah. scene I wanted. Mm-mm. That I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. Here's how you become rich, my son. Don't. T- <laughs> yeah. You don't become rich by spending. What? <laughs> and then a young Victor Frankenstein nods and says, yes, Papa. Yes. <laughs> Very good, Papa. Kick the poor when they're down. Understood. And then he uh, gets a, a hoop and a stick and then runs off. Yeah, it was um, it was boring. It was weird. It was weirdly condensed. It looked like a soap opera. Uh, it was a bad video transfer. But, um, I, I, and also completely unsuspenseful as well, like for no. the modern horror that Frankenstein, um, you know, could be. Qu- could be, yeah. We ain't got, this ain't sexy Frankenstein gets a job, that's for sure. No. Mm-mm. That's what we, that's what we're going to watch next time. Sexy Frankenstein gets a job? Yeah, we're going to watch I, Frankenstein, but in order to follow the rules, we will watch the TNT cut oh, for live, cut for broadcast no. version <laughs> with commercials, so it's three and a half oh, hours long, no. but they cut like 40 minutes out of the movie. Do we have to be at the gym, which is the only place anyone <laughs> would ever see that? Uh, or uh, in, our, in a waiting room somewhere? <laughs> in the dining hall at work. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times I've looked up and been like, "The Dark Tower, what the? F- what? Why is this on? How would you have fixed this? What? So I'm gonna guess the constraints are budget, the same constraints that yes, they have. You so have budget, the same location, cast and, and cast. you have the you can you can change the words or you can try and modify it slightly, but you can't spend any more money. I'm not spending a lot on this Frankenstein. Okay, Victor Frankenstein. Uh, becomes distant from Elizabeth because his parents have died. Mm-hmm. He is aware of mortality. He is worried about mortality. He's looking at his brother, who's also sickly, mm-hmm. and he's like, there has to be a way to give life to the the ill or to bring the ill back to, or, you know, to save them from the brink. He becomes obsessed with this project. His friend Henry shows up. Henry has some key bit of information to say, well, of course, you're not using the finest gold castings for on your your neck screws, <laughs> right? Yeah, and you go to Radio Shack and you get some and new go to ones. Radio Shack, they get that. He also talks his friend. He also talks Henry into, or Henry reveals some great truth about like life and whether the dead is better or whatever. <laughs> They That's make, right. He shows up. He's in, in, in better. Sometimes dead is better. Mm-hmm. They make the monster. The monster comes to life. Henry decides to kill the monster. He decides it's a, it's a life that doesn't deserve to exist. Monster kills Henry. Mm. Victor has to decide: does he want to kill his pet project or get revenge? Get revenge. Well, no. Or, or no, he would kill him anyway. 
He, does he want to save it? Does he want to save it? Oh, maybe there's a big science fair coming up. Oh, yeah. He's got to win the science fair. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. He's Someone's got a model volcano. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't beat that. A solar system? Jesus. Now, what if it's... So what if it's uh, instead of like a really crappy conclusion where he basically murders everyone, Frankenstein should come to the conclusion, not, not I'm saying the creature, yes. come to the conclusion th- throughout the entire picture... He should be obsessed with meeting his creator. He reads the Bible. The old man should talk about that once you meet your creator, when him thinking God, everything then comes to light. A blind man yes. will see at that point. Everyone, like everything becomes fixed. Yeah. So that's what transfixes Frankenstein to uh, the creature to track down his creator. Yes. And he'll stop at nothing because that's what the old man said. That it's like, that's your one mission. To get back to your creator. Him thinking, talking about ascending to the kingdom of heaven. But in the creature's mind, it's like, yeah, if he's got to take some hostages, he's going to meet his creator. (laughs) So finally, he meets up with Victor Frankenstein. And the two of them have a discussion. And basically, uh, the the creature comes to the realization that his his creator is inept Mm -hmm. and terrible. And leaves him so disillusioned that the creature decides... He doesn't deserve to exist, and neither should his creator, and kill them both. As opposed to Victor Frankenstein deciding, I'm going to kill myself and my creature. The creature should take the reins and have the point of action to destroy himself, plus a a creator that doesn't appreciate his creation. Blade Runner. Yes. We make a Blade Runner. Yes. Yeah. Ah, That sounds great. Yeah. Meanwhile, then then it turns brilliant bright, bright white, and you get oh, well, burn, you get burning on your TV. Obviously, that's gotta like, happen. Oh god, oh, I I gotta degloss this thing. Is that a thing that pe- that things do anymore? Uh, no. <laughs> do, do monitors degloss anymore? Yeah, uh, some like the very very old ones. You would press that button, it would go <laughs> screen shake. That's always satisfying. Well, Mark, that's Frankenstein. But uh, let's look forward to another future creation that will come back and destroy us all. <laughs> Haunt us for the several days. That'll be our next movie, which is this. In a world where technology is power. What are you doing? Surfing the net. For what? The internet. Robin is starting a revolution. Us nerds can access information from all over the world. He's stealing from the rich. John Prince is supposed to be the big cheese at one of the top corporations in the country. I think I can increase the amount they give to existing charities. You can do that? I'll try. To rescue the poor. Tragedy struck a local family earlier today. Some people got everything and don't appreciate it, while others got nothing. You can't snag money off the net. You gotta be on the inside. But he's tapped into a power. This guy's good. You're saying it was a computer? Run by someone who certainly knows what they're doing. We are talking about the FBI. Greater than he ever imagined. You could go to jail. We're not going to get caught. Now, his mission of mercy. The more computers I log on to, the harder it is to trace. All right, Robin. Has become a battle for survival. Mark, what is this? Andrew, this is Devin Sawa mm-hmm. in Robin of Loxley. Aired on the Showtime oh, Network no. in 1996. Uh, this is going to be a treat. You said that last time. Remember the great Douglas Fairbanks as Robin Hood? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. It's, so this is like a this is like an like an Errol Flynn type situation where it's like swashbuckling. Yeah, yeah and, like that. Okay. But uh, I you I, know was there was, I heard like a keyboard clacking. Uh, yeah. There's some there's some uh as they understood it technology some internetting, and uh. Andrew, I'd, I'm not very confident that he ever fires an arrow in this thing either. Joshua Jackson's there? You love Josh Jackson. He played Dawson's Creek. That's going to do it for this episode of TV Movie Night. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, go to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night podcast. If you'd like to email us and ask us, why we've created this that's at tv movie night podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash tv movie night you can follow us on itunes leave a review there you can listen to us on stitcher stitcher which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone all that information and more at soundcloud.com forward slash tv movie night podcast mark when they make the wishbone episode out of this podcast I want it to be known that Wishbone's going to play me, okay? All right. I'm and gonna... I'm I'm going to be the cute girl that falls in love with Wishbone for 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great.